Welcome to The Frontline, the sales and marketing podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Frontline Sales and Marketing Podcast. So today is a little bit different to the usual episodes that we've had. Um, we're just doing a little bit of a look back and a little bit of a, a fireside chat with the, the guys. I've got Jeremy Pierce and Floris Block here and myself, Avon Collis. And I guess we just want to go through and, and talk about sort of our journey on the podcast and um, what we're doing now, what's changed, what we're thinking about doing again in the future. So welcome back, guys. How are we doing? Welcome, welcome. Hello, Super everybody. excited. It's been awesome. We are awesome. I the felt world like, is awesome. I felt like putting on my headphones because I wanted to look professional. <laughs> well, mine aren't as big as yours, see? <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. If we're doing this, I've got headphones. You know what they say. <laughs> we got All right. Now we're looking professional. Welcome to Why the not? front line. <laughs> you haven't plugged yours in. No, no. <laughs> I just joined another club. Come on. Neither is mine. Uh, this is just for looks. So. Well, mine is plugged in because I've got the uh, the microphone actually, which is kind of hidden. Invisible. Exactly. Wow. The virtual um, background is actually uh, covering it. But anyway, That's... it's there. It's right above the speaker and it would actually totally create a feedback loop. So I have to wear these. That's so good. <laughs> doesn't work yeah. though because it's a podcast and it's audio and no one can see what we're doing so if you're listening we're listening <laughs> a bunch of idiots and in a couple of weeks time when the youtube video comes out then you can talk about <laughs> it and laugh and, and recollect at the fun and crazy times so so how do you guys feel um about the podcast over the last uh, seven to ten months i think this is a 10 month mark now how are you guys feeling um how did how's it been going I think I'm loving it. Really awesome. Yeah, so, really like enjoying we, it. Every single week we've had a podcast come out. Um, I think bar once or twice we were a couple of days late, or we had to do a short one or something. But we've been pretty pretty consistent, and I think that's that's pretty important. The views are the average is increasing. Um, I hope the content's being more engaging. I feel that I'm enjoying them a lot more as well since the start. Um, and you get into this routine and it's like, have we done this podcast? Have we done a podcast this week? And you're like, oh God, we've got to do that. <laughs> I, I like that there's the three of us. If I had to do it on my own, I would probably would have given that long ago. But like we, we break down the work between of us. Um, we've got a bit more... Uh, banter and, and conversations and new ideas. I, I yeah, I've I, I really enjoyed it. And you guys are expanding and growing, aren't you guys? So we've got a little bit of a logo down there. I can see that's changed. We've got Relevate Consulting and also in the background there, Avon, for the listeners, you can't see it, but can you explain to the listeners what, what's in the background? Who have you got there that's different that normally wouldn't be there? <laughs> yes, so uh, Floris is, uh, oh, in my background, I've got Casper. He is my uh, intern and our future star employee. Um, we've. What, uh, you mean he's not a star employee <laughs> already? <laughs> he's learning. He's learning. Oh, okay, okay. It's not easy to do what we do. Anyway, so um, we've got the, uh, the merger between Floris and myself. And so we've now relaunched as Relevate Consulting. We've had a, a logo design, some photos uh, taken with Casper, of course. And uh, so, yes, he is a valued member of the team. And uh, everyone's taking off their um, 
fashionable headphones now for heat and comfort, but uh, all the same. Yeah. So uh, it's, so things are changing. Things are moving in the year, upward. New crazy things going on. Why not? Let's just smash it. It's fun. And I mean, so we feel good about the podcast. We feel like there's some good content coming out. Um, what are we thinking about in terms of the future? Who, is there anybody specifically that we want to look out for? Is there anybody that we want to speak to? Uh, that, is there any topics that you feel like we need to change or the content that we're actually talking about? Do you think there's anything that we need to change, well, uh, do differently? I mean, we, we can have ideas coming out of every part of us, but I think what we need to keep doing is actually listening to, to our audience and see where they like the conversations to go. So far, they've been quite satisfied from the numbers that we've seen. They're happy with the tips and tools and techniques that we're giving. So I think we just do it and then we just get more people on the show and just maybe start doing live shows as well. Yeah, that's right. I saw some, I saw two people post up a live LinkedIn videos. Um, that could be something that we should put on the cards. Um, mm. If you feel that that's something, if you, there are listeners listening here, if you feel like that's something that you guys want to see, let us know. Well, we've got the uh, capability. Zoom has uh, come to the party thanks to COVID. Woohoo! Uh, and we can now do the, the, the live Zoom, uh, sorry, live YouTube or uh, live Facebook. And I think... LinkedIn well, we can get um, StreamYard, which is, what, $45 a month. And we can do one recording that goes out to LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, and Facebook. We've had quite a journey in terms of the tech side, in terms mm. of, you know, what do we start with voice meter? And then we've got some crows going in the background, Floris. I do. <laughs> or is that Avon? Oh, no, know. that's me, actually. <laughs> See, the, the benefit of the uh, this microphone, it's really good, but it picks up everything, including my mouse clicks. I'm surprised you haven't heard them. Because if I move a little bit further away from the mic, you can't really hear much from me at all. So I've, I've got a small sound bubble. <laughs> probably handy but it means i've got to have this thing right in front of my face which is really hard if i'm trying to type at the same time well look you were saying that we've had quite a journey on 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 the tech side especially in in terms of audio we started off it was less than ideal <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if anybody wants to have a listen happened. of the first uh podcast that we were using a like it was like a fifty hundred dollar jabra for all three of us recording <laughs> into the one microphone <laughs> on the couch that was fun how do you think uh sorry go on oh i was just saying i miss uh the dog ellie oh yeah well we've got morty here but we yeah we should do a, yeah you guys need to come in we got to do another one in here in the house or again i think everybody just gets their own pets i don't know well yeah <laughs> <laughs> now that we can leave I'm, I'm i'm getting pressure for uh to buy a cat but hey <laughs> maybe maybe that's not ones we can bring together because Cats and dogs? No. Yeah. <laughs> and what are you, what are you guys uh, planning on doing with uh, the business? Is anything on the horizon um, in terms of work or uh, creation? Yeah, look, I think uh, where where COVID has come to the fore that people can't really work from home effectively without sharing some information and and about customers and post-it notes and whiteboards don't really cut it so easy. Uh, in this space so we've had a lot of activity everything went dead for like 30 days when uh when when the, when it first sort of hit and then 
then they realized, Ooh, we have a vulnerability here. We need to know things about people. So yeah, we got, we've been getting busy in the last sort of couple months. And, um, and now with the merger, we've got a lot more like content on the, on the website. And I think probably uh, we were talking earlier about wanting to do some workshops now that you can have a hundred people in a, in a space. Mm. Um, so, you know, I, I'm going to be going to a couple again. We just started up uh, networking face to face again um, with, uh, with some smaller groups and yeah, look, uh, uh, you know, you've got to think cleverly that hundred includes the, the kitchen staff and the, everyone else that can be in the building. So Yeah, well, it's per 100 square meters, so you can actually fit in a pretty big venue up to two to 300 people. Yeah, Depending right. on the size of the... Yeah, mm. it's not a maximum of 100. Yeah. Um, it's If you have a venue, it's 100 square meters per person. So, or no, like a certain square meterage per person. So uh, I think in some venues, it's like 200, 300 people. So... That All of this be will no be irrelevant problem. because we won't be in a pandemic and then this content, content is dated and uh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. can't be evergreen. So looking at evergreen content, but it's, you've got to, got to be really clever at the moment because your evergreen content has to be considerate of the current climate. You can't be like, yeah, let's, uh, let's pack ourselves in a tight room and, and do a presentation. You've kind of just got to leave that language out of it. Yeah. <laughs> So how do you, what are we planning on doing in terms of uh, workshop creation and what are we thinking? Uh, what are our, what are some ideas that we have? Well, I think we should put it to the audience. If someone's got a, uh, a question, a query, a problem, um, they want to discuss it. Hey, maybe they want to bring uh, some of their work colleagues along and, and have a, uh, you know, learn together about CRM or, or about sales training or about uh, digital transformation, you know, get us in a room we'll talk about it and um you know we could we were we were toying with the idea of like seminars and maybe even like conferences eventually so you know world's your oyster let's go big yeah <laughs> definitely so any sales and marketing questions i'd love uh, to hear if you really wanted to know something uh or learn something let us know um well look i think um what we need to remind our audience is that we're not just in theory type of people, right? Uh, we, we don't just walk the walk, uh, talk the talk. We actually walk the walk. I mean, we, between Avon and I, we've launched two companies in the last three weeks. Um, we're doing all the content for it. We're doing all the social media advertising for it. We're doing it all on organic basis as well because paid advertising. Yes. Now you can actually do paid advertising. It's cheaper because, Advertising has gone down and therefore bidding wards have retreated a little bit. So there's a lot that we can actually provide in terms of value. And that's what we hope that the, uh, the audience will actually uh, interpret from our uh, experience, but also take on board all the value that we're, we're offering. Before we go on this, we were talking about uh, like podcasts and presence and all that sort of stuff. Obviously you, you can only get, was it 20 or 30 minutes in, in, uh, in a podcast. So it's hard to get a lot of depth. Like some of the, some of the topics that we go over, uh, like it's good that we can do a lot of podcasts, but you can't really get that deep into one subject or have it defined specifically for your industry or, or problem that you're trying to solve in this kind of environment. So you might get snippets, you might get bits and pieces, but you, you can't drill down, ask the questions and fill the gaps in knowledge that you already have. So 
um, you know, this, the seminar, the workshop, those sorts of things can be really important. I know that Microsoft are trying to push for uh, closing the digital talent gap by having a lot of education around getting people skilled on software, any kind, Word, Excel, whatever. So, you know, the podcast, what did you say for us that you know, podcast episodes need to get smaller? Well, apparently there seems to be a general consensus now that, yes, podcasts need to get smaller in, in the sense of people used to do um, 30 minutes at the most because that was the average commute time, right? Whereas now with less commuting and people more working from home, et cetera, they want more tidbits of information. So, I mean, I've seen um, vlogs, for example, that go for six, six and a half minutes. I've seen uh, podcast lives, uh, live episodes, for example, that go for an hour. There is no real general consensus, but if you look at the the trends of, of people's attention and, and time pressures, et cetera, and a lot of us are actually time poor, 15 to 20 minutes, I think, would be just about right. Well, our decision... Oh, sorry, you go, Jeremy. So you've got uh, TED Talks, which are averaging uh, 7 to 15 minutes, mm -hmm. and you've got uh, entrepreneurial podcasts that are averaging for 20 to 30 minutes, mm -hmm. and you've got the Joe Rogan experience <clears throat> that averages for two to three hours. So yes. they're like one-on-one -on -one type podcasts. Well, I think our decision-making cycle, Liz, was it takes me about 25 to 30 minutes for me to drive anywhere in Brisbane. So I base it on that we want to try and get it done in about 20 to 30-minute range so that if it's good, obviously we've got a depth of topics so you can't really do it in four minutes. I mean, if you did it, you'd have to do a lot of podcasts because you really couldn't nail the context and the the fact that it's we're, we're not talking about one thing in specific we're talking about the whole life cycle of a customer mm -hmm. so if you were to do shorter for us i think that would be more problematic the other thing is you've got to listen to or think about your audience and, and what they prefer which we've not done that much we've sort of kind of you know rule of thumb reckon what we thought we should do ted talks they are told they get 10 minutes so that fudge factor up or down is either good speaker or um, that's on time, someone who's got less to say than they thought they did, uh, talk really quick. Normally, they, <laughs> when you're in front of a crowd, you talk faster. Uh, and then you've got the, the wafflers that go out to 15 minutes. But it is well, really hard to keep it to a time. So I, I sat on a panel last week and I was given seven minutes and I went over by about a minute and a half. And, um, but because there were three of us and we're doing it over Zoom, there's very little space to actually run over. Uh, but then I took <clears throat> that same episode and I basically did a longer version of it, of actually what I had prepared to what I wanted to say. And that came out about 16 minutes and turned that into a podcast and released it uh, a couple of days ago. So there are ways of actually communicating information in different ways. And it's about piecing all that stuff uh, together and, and, and putting it in a format that's the most appropriate. Uh, ideally, you put it in every format so that you hit the, uh, the biggest addressable market, if you wish, or audience. And then on social media, which is exactly what we were talking about before in terms of content marketing, you basically repurpose it. So if you have a blog, you take snippets out of it, you post it several times, and you bring people back to your website. And if your website is good enough, it basically sells your services without you having to do anything. And that's the beauty of demand generation and content marketing. 
um, if you have yeah. video, for example, you take a 60 minute video, you find two, three, uh, three minute clips, for example, you put these out and you put them on, on LinkedIn or you put them on Facebook. So there are so many different ways of actually communicating information and then repurposing that information. If, if anybody's stuck on trying to create content, uh, a really affordable way of being able to come up with content that I've been, that I've found over the last year has been all these books that, that I have and I buy. Um, they're like pretty much valued at thousands and thousands of dollars, each book of content. Right. And every day, if you read a page or a few pages of, of one book, there is something that you can get out of that. And I find that I have everything that I need to post in content. I find they come from these books that I read mm -hmm. and I, and I say, Oh, that was such a great thing. I'm going to put that into my own words and just post something about that. So I can help people and share that. So it's just like literally reading a book or reading an article that will have my content idea. And that gives me the creative for that post. And every night I write it in a note and send it back to myself saying, post this content tomorrow. And that's what I've been doing. And it's been working really well. But, um, so instead of books, I use articles that I find on the internet or I go on to some of the, uh, uh, the big four type of, uh, websites and they share so many insights, right? Uh, Boston consulting group, McKinsey, Deloitte, uh, Forbes, KPMG, etc. They all have information, even HubSpot, etc. And you take that information, then you relate it to your own experience. I've got an inbox full, and I've got a backlog. Even I created a backlog in, in agile terms, where I put all the information that I want to post, and then I rate it. And then based on the context that it's in, I can then decide which one goes out on which day. But I'm now gonna see if I'm. I'm going to try and do it differently. I'm going to try and pick five topics because I only post on weekdays. I'm going to, on LinkedIn, I'm going to take five topics and for each topic, it will be assigned a day and I will stick to these topics and see what happens because mm -hmm. I do have quite a lot to say. Sometimes it's about leadership. Sometimes it's about customer experience. Sometimes it's about digital transformation. Sometimes it's about, you know, being a CMO and marketing strategy. And sometimes it's about some, you know, good old, tips and tools of what you <clears throat> people should be doing. So, so much, there's so much potential, but one thing, <clears throat> excuse me. So on, on LinkedIn, for example, right? So some of the statistics are mind boggling. So for anyone who's looking at posting on LinkedIn or creating content for LinkedIn, keep these numbers in mind. So far, I think there are 690 million people registered on LinkedIn, right? And there seem to be only about 3 million that are active on either weekly or daily base. And of those 3 million, there's just about 3%, I think. So about 90,000 people that actually post information on a daily basis. 690 million people, 90,000 people only post, post, daily. post daily. Yep. Whoa. And the more you post the more likely chances that you'll be able to reach the people that you want to reach because mm. the algorithms don't really work if you're posting once a week and they don't reach the people that you want to reach sometimes. Cause I see the same things on these streams on the, on the podcast and I'm oh, sorry, on LinkedIn and it yeah, just keeps well, coming back up every single day for five days, the same 
content. Well, so the LinkedIn algorithm is a beast in itself to try and understand. But um, if you po if you don't post and you start posting, you'll get a lot of visibility in order to build your audience. But once you're at a certain level, the algorithm will will deprioritize you in order to up prioritize those that don't post on a daily basis. But the algorithm still knows who's interacting with your content and therefore will always push your content to those people. Mm. So the link, the secret of actually increasing your, your viewership or audience on LinkedIn is to keep posting to your first connections so that they engage with your content. And the more they engage with it, their network gets to see it. So your second degree networks gets to see more of your, uh, your content. That's true. Oh, all right. That's, I think that's some good, good information. I think there's some really cool things in there at the end that we had. Hopefully you listened through to them. <laughs> Avon, did you have anything else? Um, yeah, I just thought I'd quickly share how I do content. Um, so I like to start with the end in mind. So I want to try and create something long-term. So I do it with a blog on the, on the website. So I start with, um, I get copywriters to write it. I find it really hard to write for my own business and I get spend too much time on it. I've got a lot of other things I've got to work on. So I prefer if I, uh, I jumped on LinkedIn, I connected with about 30 cop copywriters, um, spoke to about, or, you know, interviewed about 20 of them. Um, tried about 10 of them with different um, blogs, topics, ideas. And um, I now have a set of three or four content writers that I like. I like the, the way that they, they write. It suits me. They understand what I'm, what I'm doing. And uh, it was a bit of a trial and error. But then, then I've got like, you know, 20, 30 bits of content that I can pump out. And one, one blog can then get turned into uh, an Instagram, a LinkedIn or something. And it's all being linked back. So people go to my website because you don't own the post on LinkedIn and it dissipates very quickly. Um, same with, you know, Facebook and Instagram and all that sort of stuff. Yes, it's SEO. Yes, it's, um, it's a post, but you don't own that channel. So it's hard for you to get any long-term value and benefit from it. Anyway, that's my Well, I, I think to the point, just to reframe it, I think what you are doing with the blogs, et cetera, and the videos on YouTube channel, et cetera, what we're doing, that's basically building assets, right? Yep. <clears throat> and in, in definition, the, sorry, in business, the definition of an asset is an item or an object that basically sits there and creates revenue for you while you don't have to maintain it. Um, and so a blog, for example, is an asset because yes, you can repurpose it and you're absolutely right on the ephemeral, uh, nature of social media. Yes, you have permalinks, but after three days from my data, um, your post really doesn't do well. Uh, any post doesn't do well. So it, it's about creating assets that can be repurposed, retargeted and re, uh, distributed on, in different ways on different channels. Because your audience on Facebook is not the same audience as on LinkedIn. And so the way you communicate on LinkedIn is not the same as you communicate on, on Facebook. And it's not the same as you communicate on Instagram. When the Instagram, for example, more hashtags, cool. LinkedIn, three hashtags at the most. Um, so there are these tips and rules. But this is all about segmentation. And I, I posted yesterday specifically about segmentation. And um, if you know your market, if you know their channels, you can adapt the messaging and the content in order to achieve it. But it's all based on the same assets. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. 
Let's wrap her up. That's a wrap. <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to be talking about, you know, what we did during the COVID, how we sort of like <laughs> muddled through, how we, you know, built our resilience and all these things. It's a fireside conversation. <laughs> hmm? That's the next episode. In the next episode, that's what we might be talking about. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let's, okay, let's wrap this one up and then uh, see if we can record another one, uh, yeah, another if, fireside. If you have any feedback, uh, questions, queries, please reach us out on our website, on our LinkedIn, YouTube channels, Facebook as well. Uh, and that's simply just the, the frontline podcast.com.au. Uh, right? uh, just dot com. Oh, just just dot com. com. There you go. <laughs> All good. Oh, oh, and if anyone wants to come on the show and have a fireside with us, yeah, we'll crack it. By all means, anyone and everyone is welcome. Well, maybe not anyone and everyone, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Take care. All right. See you guys. You have been listening to the Sales and Marketing Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and hope to see you again soon on the front line.